Max White, everyone. See something funny. It wasn't funny! I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. I guess it's decent. Yeah, Max White Presents will work. Okay, we're here. Uh, we're at Tenor Trap. This is Max. Max White Presents. With my special guest today, uh, contemporary artist, Devon Rodriguez. What's up, yeah, buddy? What's How up, you doing? What's up, Max? How you been? Good, man. What's going on? How are you? Thanks so much for coming out today. Yeah, of course. You found the place okay? Yeah. No problems? Yeah. Right? yeah. Coming down. Um, dude, I had to ask you, this episode's going to show my complete ignorance of art. I'm a big <laughs> art fan. Yeah. But like, you are, by every means of the word, a phenom. At 21 years of age, you've yeah. been reviewed in the New Yorker, New York Times, like old rich white people pay you <laughs> to paint stuff like yeah. what's that what, what's going on what, you've always been an artist your entire life or what um yeah all luck no i don't know I, i've been drawing all my life but i didn't get serious into it until i got into the high school of art and design yeah and then um i got into the ap class ap art class which was with my teacher james harrington and i was like stalking him every day to learn how to paint and um just relentlessly trying to get good. Now you're from the Bronx originally. Mm -hmm. Now we're gonna start, we're gonna backtrack a little bit because I did do a lot of research on you, which is funny because you're the youngest uh, person to do Max White Presents, but you have the most information on you, probably. <laughs> oh, really? oh, sure. I would say so. I mean, I, well, you tell me how far off I am. So your father was a tattoo artist. Yeah. Uh, you did not know your father. No. You tracked him down via MySpace. Yeah. Tell me about that. So I always wanted to know my dad all my life. He was like kind of like the pride and glory in my life because everything when I was growing up, everything in the Bronx was like fucked up. Like my mom was on drugs and, you know, family crazy. I really had nobody to look up to. That was like an inspiration. But I always kept hearing people tell me like, yo, your dad was the best. He's like this famous tattoo artist in Miami. He's so sick. Like he did this on me and that. And I'm like, so where is he? But he like ran off to Miami left the Bronx because he wanted to change his life, I guess. And so I would always search for him and, and, and try to, but it was like too hard to, because his name is Carlos Rodriguez and okay. you know, there's like a million of those. And now so, what age is this real quick? So, because you're 21 now, so what age, MySpace era, so what, what age are you talking when you start looking for him? Um, Via MySpace. Like eighth grade. Okay. So that's like 14, 13 okay. years old. All yeah. Right. Okay. And then, um, my mom told me that he had a nickname. They used to call him CeeLo. Okay. So I searched CeeLo, and then I was going through all the pages, and it was like on the 16th page, it said CeeLo Peligro, and then the... So CeeLo Dangerous? Yeah. Sick. And then the um, the profile picture was a Hanya mask tattoo, and I knew he loved to do those. So I was like, oh, shit, this, guy, this has to be him. So I clicked on it, and then... Um, he wasn't active for like three years. So I was like, oh shit, there's no way I'm gonna, he's gonna read my message because he hasn't been on. So I went to his top 20 friends and I like copied and pasted the same message. Like, oh, I'm his son from New York. I'm, I'm looking for him. And it's funny because my dad has like 18 kids because okay. he's like crazy. Um, but they didn't even know he had one kid, which was me. They were like, oh shit, I didn't even know CeeLo had a kid. I'm sorry, man. I don't even know where he's at. Only one, everyone said they didn't know. Only one person wrote, he works at um i forgot the name of the shop it was like but just a shop in miami yeah it, it was in california at the time and okay. all, all he wrote was like flying dragon in sd that's all he wrote and i was like what the fuck is this so i googled it i called him the boss picked up i guess and i was like can i talk to carlos and he was like who's this and i was like it's his son devon he passed the phone to my dad and um 
we would like talk on the phone for like a couple years before I finally met him. Yeah. What was the first time like hearing your father's words? Was it like everything like, you wanted? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was hyped. I didn't think I would ever find nobody. He has so many. He, he, the first thing he said was, yo, how the fuck did you find me? Like, I could curse, right? Yeah. He's like, how the fuck did you find me? Like all these baby mamas have been trying to look for me to sue me for child support and they haven't found me. So for you to find me is like, what the fuck did you do? And I was like, oh, I just did some crazy detective work. Like I was desperate to, to talk to you. And then yeah, he was like, damn, that's insane. And then we were just talking about stuff. And, um, okay, so you're talking for a few years, and mm-hmm. then if I'm understanding this right, tell me if I'm wrong. Um, now then, he went, 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 he went back to Miami, or he's in Miami when you found him? He went back to Miami, yeah. Okay, and then he invited you to move down with him? Yeah. Okay, and then, okay now I guess expand on that. So he would always tell me, like, yo, you got to come to Miami, bro. Like, I'll teach you how to tattoo. Like, I know you want to be an artist, but that starving artist life, he's like, that's what I wanted, but, you know, it's hard to make a living at that. When you tattoo, you could make 200 an hour and, wait, hold on. And like, um, you can make decent money doing this, like anybody can. Yeah. Well, that's what he said. And he was like, especially if I teach you, I have like 25 years experience, like you'll be the best. And then um, he was telling me like, tattoo artists don't even like to teach people. It's like such a secretive industry where like. Yeah, the apprenticeship is holy. I've got one of my good friends as a tattoo artist. Yeah, it's a very, the mentorship apprentice thing is no lightly taken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. he was like, it's impossible to break in. You have me. And I always tell him, like, oh, I'm in college because I was at FIT at the time. I'm like, I'm in college. I can't just leave to, like, be with you. I don't even have money to go, whatever. And then um, I ended up taking a semester off, which ended up – I ended up dropping out, but I took a semester off at first to get this job making oil you paint, and then that job didn't work because the boss – the boss ended up, the job didn't work out for me. So I'm like, fuck, I got all this time. I'm like at home. I'm not doing anything. So I called him up and I was like, yo, I could finally come to Miami. And he told me like, oh, I don't have money for your ticket. So you're going to have to find it on your own. So I have this friend who I met through the internet who's a pilot. Okay. And um, he like loves my art. So he gives me free. It's a buddy passes. Yeah, he gives okay. me buddy passes. All yeah, right. exactly. So he gave me a buddy pass to go to Miami, got there for free. And then... um I was hanging out with my dad and I didn't know he never told me that he was like an alcoholic my mom used to tell me but I didn't know how bad it was like she'd be like oh your dad like loved to drink Bacardi Limon like he'll get drunk and but I didn't know like he did pills and all this crazy stuff yeah so he had like a really really bad liver and um I had a sister there that I met for the first time that was his daughter we had the same dad of course and then um he would like throw up all every day he would be throwing up and i would tell her like yo why is he throwing up like is he fine and she was like oh no that's just how how he is it's okay and then um she was like he used to throw up blood now he's just throwing up you know regular it's it's okay like it's nothing and then like two weeks into me being there he like passed away like by surprise didn't even know he was sick didn't even know um now I'm sorry for your father's passing, but before he lost, you guys had some tension because yeah. some things I was reading about you, some things you had said was what it wasn't, he wasn't what you thought and maybe you weren't what he thought his son would look like. And so I guess yeah. explain to that kind of what, what was occurring there? Like, what did he think you'd be like? Would you be harder? Like a thug? Yeah. Is that, I mean, is that what he was kind of like or what, what do you think? Yeah. You know, just growing up in the Bronx in like the eighties and stuff, yeah. you know, you like gotta be a thug in order to even survive. So that's yeah. how he was. In a there. product of his environment. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. 
and then um so he met me and he was like damn you're such a pussy like you're, you're <laughs> oh, like Jesus. this pussy ass artist i didn't know he's like damn i thought if you grew up in the hood you'd be a g and i was like nah i didn't really want to follow that life you know i just want to be an artist and then um there, there was even a time where i had this article come out in this artist magazine and it was in barnes and noble so i showed it to him and um it was about me growing up in the bronx and being from like the streets whatever well growing up in the streets and then becoming an artist and he was like man you're not from the streets you just live out there but you didn't sell drugs like me like don't claim the Bronx and then he was just like yeah he didn't exp he just thought that I would be like tough yeah or he, he you, you can only claim the Bronx if you're the lowest common denominator type yeah, exactly, stuff okay exactly. so tension there right then he passes away now did his art reflect your art in any way I think that's you had mentioned that he had like a uh, Japanese influence who's known for painting those masks was that something yeah. that you just kind of started doing your own or what is that how are your styles different how are they similar we're like totally different like I do like um fine art all you painting yeah. portraits and like even and when you're younger you had no interest in just like the because you're a graph artist too right but oh yeah I was yeah. Okay. yeah 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 but okay. I never really like got really like I didn't get up and stuff you know, yeah. I was just doing it like in my sketchbook oh okay you weren't like out there blasting anything like that okay what about um I was, but not like, not like other people. Yeah, yeah. What was it like coming from? So the first time you had prepared, because you went to, is it? Wait, I got it right here. Is it Gomper? Yeah, Gomper's, Gomper's high school. Yeah, yeah. Which is now closed because of how fucked up it was. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So you were in there, and then you were trying to fight to get into the art and design high school, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't even. I was such a slacker back then that I didn't yeah. even get accepted into art and design high school when I first applied. Cause did you just show them like a portfolio of just your graph? Yeah, my graph, and there was some sketches of like some portraits that I tried to do, but they were so bad. And I thought they were good, and I did it all last minute, you know, like over the summer. Yeah, yeah. didn't even try. So I didn't get accepted, and I had to go to Gompers. And then, oh my god, that school was so bad. Tell me about Gompers. What was that like? Where's it? It's in the Bronx, obviously. Yeah, South Bronx. In, yeah, South Bronx. Okay. Um, it was like one of four schools that Bloomberg closed down because of how terrible it was. Yeah. Like in New York City. Just violent. Just violent. Teachers like, spaced out. Yeah, and low, really low graduation rate, like twenty five percent. Teen like, pregnancy rampant. Yeah. Okay. And then like they used to give out surveys on how safe people feel in the school. It was really bad. Everyone didn't feel safe. <laughs> Jesus. Um. I, I I became like one of the top ten freshman i didn't even try like my aver my average was never high okay. except for that school because it was just so easy to be be a good kid <laughs> now gomper okay so then how did you get into the high school of art and design now you had a mentor early was that a gompers that got you in or like helped yeah. you put together your portfolio yeah yeah i had an art teacher there like just a regular art class and i, I would okay. always tell him like i didn't want to be here i wanted to go to art and design and he was like, show me your portfolio. And then I did. And he was like, dude, of course you didn't get it. Like, it's like you have to show a variety of, of fundamentals of drawing and, and still lives and figure drawing and portraits and all this stuff. And I, I never knew that. So he said like, oh, I got accepted into SVA when I was a kid. So I'll show you how I did it. And then throughout the whole year, every lesson was like dedicated to that. Who is this teacher? Just some random teacher at a shitty high school? Yeah, yeah. This guy named Jeremy Harper. Damn, yeah. is he a good artist? A good artist himself? Like yeah, in yeah, his own he, right? yeah. He's good. He he do went to SVA. He just yeah. I always thought he was too good for Gompers. Yeah. Do you know what I learned from my art teacher? One thing. It was little dab will do you. 
That's what she would say about glue. She's a fucking idiot. I don't even feel bad about saying that. Not that I'm a talented artist that needed a dangerous mind situation to bring me out. Uh, but that's that. That's pretty great. You, you still keep in touch with him? Yeah, we have each other on Facebook. He's always like telling me like, oh, I'm proud of you, man. I can't believe. What's he doing now? Do you know? Is he still teaching? You don't tell me where he, he's teaching at, but. No, yeah, he left Gompers for some other school. Um, well, because he had to leave, and then yeah, he's still teaching art. Okay, so then you get into uh, high school art design. What's it like going from Bronx Street? So to your father, you're not street, but I imagine to an art and design, oh, you're yeah. very street. Oh my street. god, I was like the the tough. I don't know. Like I I came in and I had this. I got this star tattoo right here when I was like 14 years old. Star tattoo at 14, you walk into art and design high school. Yeah, I walked into okay. art and design. And everyone's like, "Yo, this kid got a tattoo. Like, and he's from the Bronx. He must be a G." Like. Yo, I'm so, I remember my friend Kevin was like, yo, I'm scared of you, bro. And I'm, I was like, nah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm good. And um, it, it was just a culture shock because everyone in Gompers was like a fucking thug. And then when I got to art and design, they were like, I would never forget this. When I first came in, there was this girl sitting on the floor reading a book and eating an apple, this white girl. And I thought like, that is so weird. Like, I don't know why. I just thought like I've never seen anything like that. I never even like had a a class with a white person ever in my life yeah so it was just such a shock just because she sit on the floor no one sits on the floor in the bronx nobody sits on the floor in the bronx now. damn she's nope. just like in like white girl utopia just. yeah it was just like the, like an alien no, so nobody's that, reading books what's that like for you is that like a natural do you i mean you're obviously uh, a nice well-rounded person at a young age i mean you're still young but i feel like you were always that way um no not really really not, no at the time i was like um i guess i was a good kid but but did you have like a predatory is not right but were you like fuck this like you're just like this is corny yeah is that what it was a, that was a natural yeah, yeah at okay. first yeah or right. i didn't talk to anyone for like the whole first year okay i didn't like really get close to anyone because everyone was so different from me was your art how was your art in that first year was it still getting better were people working with you were you being my, kind of a dickhead my art was decent but like i i, I just found some facebook messages from yesterday um from that time where I told this kid on, on Facebook, like, I'm going to be the best artist in the school. You watch. Fuck yeah, dude. And I was like, you're going to see I'm going to practice every day. And I was like kind of cocky. And I used to go around saying that I was going to be the best one in art and design. So I guess probably people didn't like that. Yeah. But like, I, I think that shit's tight. Because I think I believe I just like Kanye. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like too. especially you grew up and I'm not from the same background as you at all like I'm mm -hmm. from the just a, a safe place but like a lot of my friends aren't and uh I feel like they, you, you grew up on the hard edge you can come off mm -hmm. little hard edges on you know everything you kind of deal with it yeah but what was it like okay so you being in that world of like art and design white girl eating apple on the floor and then every <laughs> night you got to go back to the Bronx to your family's house yeah what's so you're you're basically you're bilingual mm-hmm Cause you gotta do job interview and then you know which is like a white language air quote white language yeah, and then you yeah. gotta go back to the bronx yeah how many times do you get called gay um all the time because <laughs> <that's the, laughs> like, you time. speak white right yeah, is, that, no, is that what they say yeah, you talk white yeah. and that means you're gay no yeah my family does it all the time like like if i get on the phone with um like i had to get on the phone with chloe and i'm always ashamed because i have to hide in the room and like if they come in at all and hear yeah. me talk at all, it just throws off my whole game because I, I already know they're judging me yeah. all the time. We can't mention uh, any companies that you may or may not be working with soon. You oh, can okay, put that okay. in there, but I don't want you to put anything okay, on okay, there. Okay, 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 I'm okay. not going to cut that part out. I'm just saying, but you have huge things going on right now, which is great. Okay. Um, okay, so you're doing that now. 
when okay so now now when people were interested in your art where are you bringing them outside of art or the heart the high school design or the high school art design are you like studio wise are you using your grandmother's place where you live oh yeah yeah i still do how many people are in there uh too many Let's too many one two three. probably like nine people nine people like, and so when you bring people over like potential clients or like mentors that's just where you showed that's like that's just where your art's at I always avoid it, but when they really, really push me to come see the studio, yeah, then um, I have a friend and mentor, Johnny Hearn. He has a studio like five blocks away from me, and I always bring him there. Okay. Yeah. But like, if you you brought him in front of your family before, yeah, I've like, done it before. So you just get fucking just snapped on by your cousins, like giving you shit while the interview's going on or while they're looking at your stuff. Um, not while it's happening because I always try to do it in a time where people are in school yeah. and, and like at work and stuff. Just the amount of stress you go through for that, right? Yeah, yeah it's That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a young man when you have like just, you know, 21 years, you're going to start having gray hair for that. Though. I know. Now, wait, real quick, because I don't want to go too far forward before you go forward. Now, who is this writer? What's her name? Is it? Wait, I got it right here somewhere. Don't look at my notes. I want to see how much you study. I study hard. <laughs> all right. Now, check this out. So who is, wait, I'm waiting for it. I'm going to do this dead air right now. There was a writer in Williamsburg. Is it Linda or Diane? Oh, Diane. Diane. Sorry, yeah. Linda, Diane. She was in um, Park Slope. Park Slope. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Okay, and so she was like, what? So how old are you when this happens? The lady basically says, come and live with me Yeah. Uh, in my house because I like your writing. Yeah. And this is purely an art thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what happened there? Um, so if you don't want to talk about it, you still have to. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I don't want to talk about it, but I have to. Yeah. No, so um, oh, so my grand, my grandmother's husband lived with us. Okay, and um, I used to always paint at school, and sometimes at home. But he always, he like never, he never said anything about the paint until one time he was like, "Oh, I, I don't like the smell," and then even from his room he would smell it somehow from my room. It was like so far away, and there was like doors in between us. Yeah. I don't know how he smelled it, but whatever. Nobody else in the house smelled it, and he said like, "You can't paint any, you can't paint at the house anymore because it just I don't like the smell." So I was like, all right, I guess. And then I had a commission to do for like, I don't know, 4,000 bucks. So I thought like, I want to keep all my money and not spend rent, spend money on rent. Yeah. But now I can't pay at home, so I'm going to have to find something on Craigslist. So I got on Craigslist, found this guy. The cheapest thing I found was 500 bucks. It was in this guy's house. And he had a small room and his family was living there and stuff. And he said you could just live there. He just needed extra money or something. So I took that was living there for like two months or three months got some paintings done <coughs> and then around that time the new yorker wrote an article on me and the guy who, who owned the house he would always like peek into my room and always tell me like yo your art is amazing like i want to just update me on everything that happens to you i want to go to your shows i want to support you whatever and then i told him about the new yorker and he told me like oh my wife my ex-wife um works there so he was like i want you to meet her and have a tour of the new yorker so i went i met diane and she was telling me like Oh, if if um if you wanna, she's like, I have an extra room. If you wanna come stay for free, I wanna support you and and be like like a sponsor, not with like money, but like just have yeah, you have a place help. to paint. Yeah. yeah. So um, so I took it. I don't know. Some friends think I'm weird for that. Like they think like nah, it's like, like a sugar mama or something. But it wasn't. Nah, I, it's like Tyson and Cusimano. 
Like, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, like he just took him upstate in the Mike Tyson interviews. If you ever listen to those about that, really funny. He's like, I no. just thought he was some old queer, but like, oh yeah, yeah. Wasn't <laughs> then, he in jail when he took him out? Nah, he was just like, I think he was like in between, just getting a bunch of shit, and then he went to the gym, and then I think he brought in the Catskill. Ek is gonna fuck me up for not knowing exactly what city it was. I think it's <laughs> Catskill that he went up there and has his massive mansion, but he just took because just like you, he needed a place to not be surrounded by shit and getting yeah. hassled, mm-hmm. not perfecting his art. So you go down there, and then what? That fell through after a while. You have to say um, why, but no, it didn't fall through. It, it always feels awkward, just like t- because all my friends like, what the fuck? You stood at somebody's house? Yeah, but it, it's like I, I had a paint, but whatever. Um, they don't, they don't. Well, I'm just say this. I don't know if you know this in your own age, but not everybody has the gift. Yeah, it's like explaining the ocean to someone that's never seen it before. You know what <laughs> I mean, like they don't get it. So, so much of your life is that. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you think that does to you as a, as a person growing up? Like you think like um, it you, just are, makes are, me always like on edge and always trying to like hide shit and, and yeah be like nervous to be weird or some shit. Are you starting to see like because obviously your work's getting results now? I mean, yeah. It's always gotten results because you mm-hmm. see it, but in terms of monetary value, there's yeah, you know, yeah. commissions, mm-hmm. corporate stuff going on like that. Are you starting to see like man? Are you just working towards where you don't have you have to lie less and hide less? Yeah, Is that kind of the goal, or you can just have your own. Like, if money was no object, what would you be doing? Like painting. Would you have your own space? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay. Not living in the Bronx. Not living in the Bronx? My my dream was always to live in the city. Okay. I know how expensive it is, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, you're doing commissions for people that live in the city. Yeah, yeah. What's that like when they first, like, approach you for that? Like, these are major commissions. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I just get emails, and and then um, I give them a price, and they say, yeah, and I'm always like, oh, shit, this person will pay this amount for this shit? But, yeah, it's... um. It's good. But I know, okay, I'm going to talk about some of your mentors in here too. Mm-hmm. And I know you, I don't think you, you had an interesting quote that I liked in your artist statement. And it was something to the effect of, um, basically, I'm stalling right now because I can't find it in my notes because I write like shit. And I should have put this on my computer. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the investigation of the underground world. Yeah. Talk about that. Because a lot, like, you said you never want to be like a photorealist, right? Yeah. You're painting to be, but like they look so. Like oh, the yeah. first time I met you, I met you at South, South Box by Eric Kelly, the gym up there. Uh-huh. And you showed me some of your stuff. And I had to double take at it because it looks like a photo to me. And again, yeah. I'm an ignorant artist. Whatever oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But like, what is it? So you're talking about you know, this investigation of the underground. Okay, I'm jumping around here too, but process-wise, <laughs> sorry. Are you, uh, okay, so let's just start over. So you want to start, you want to do a new painting. So you walk into the subway, you got your camera with you yeah. and a sketchbook. Yeah. So you're shooting it sketching it and then it mm-hmm. goes to oil yeah okay talk so, about that process um, so i used to always do drawings on my way to school sketching people yeah. to have practice because my teachers always said like always draw from life it's better to draw from life rather than drawing from photos because um like you have less time and, and it's just better because it makes you um a stronger artist so you know people i would i didn't want to ask people to model for me so i would just draw people on the subway people sleeping people like doing things or whatever and then um I just thought like, oh, maybe these would look good as paintings. And I also had a teacher that James Harrington, he would do subway paintings. So I was inspired by him. And then, um, yeah, I I guess they look like photos on a phone because the screen is so small. You saw my painting from that far away. It'd be the same size as a phone. So it looks like really tight and like compressed. But in person, you can see the brush strokes and stuff. Well, yeah, as I like explored more in like the bigger format. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And so you did that now. And then... John Ahern, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Ahern, so now he approaches you, he's like, obviously, major name. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting, now at this point, how old are you when you're being like, you're being 
I don't know if seeks the right tense of it. People are looking for you yeah, because yeah. of your art. Now, is it because you're showing in galleries in the city or is it because you're, it's like, where was your first show at? Uh, the first show was in Bronx Art Space. I think I was 16. And he's from the, well, he's not from the Bronx, but he, he has a studio there. Okay. And so. You interned there at the art space, right? Yeah. Okay. And um, I would always ask the, the owner to let me have a show there. And she'd always be like, nah, you're too young and whatever. And then she came to one of my shows at my high school. And then she was like, all right, maybe you could have a two-day show. And I'll invite everyone on the mailing list. And so she invited John and he came. And um, he, he was like, yo, th this painting is a masterpiece. He still tells me to this day that that's my best piece. I don't know why he thinks. But he's like, this subway painting is a masterpiece. Like, you're a genius. And... Um, you know, I want to be one. I want to be your friend. I have a studio there. You could come whenever you want. And um, yeah, he, he just liked my work. What's it like to go from not praise from your father mm -hmm. to just like come stay with me for free? This is a masterpiece. All this shit like this. It's got to be crazy. No, yeah, yeah, it is. Because there's is. such like a duality in your life. It's like you know. Uh, speaking white in school in the art place and then being <laughs> yeah. back in the Bronx, you know, yeah, like no, it's, it is. Uh, I deal with it every day. It's, it, it's a problem. Like I have to, I deal with it all the time. Yeah. But like, what's that like? I mean, what's it just as a young, cause you're young. Like, I'm, I'm so used to it now that like, I don't notice it as much, but, um, I don't know. It's just so annoying. Cause you know, like even on Instagram, you have like all of your worlds in one spot. Yeah. And then like, I have like my hood friends commenting like, oh, you think you're too good for us? Like, like I went to middle school with a bunch of hood kids that I used to chill with. And, and then like if I pass by them on the corner, I say what's up to them. But I never hang out with them. And they're always like, yo, you think you're better than us because you have this amount of followers? And it's like, no, I don't even think of it like that. Like, I'm just kind of busy. I, I don't know. It's like that old saying is like, you know. You, like eagles fly with eagles crows fly with crows it's like yeah. I mean it's you've, yeah, seen, yeah. you've seen every cliche movie that I have <laughs> about this shit though but you're a living testament to it actually occurring yeah. do you have friends that are where you're from that are street kids that mm -hmm. are for you that are like really supportive of it it's never the majority that are but is there like yeah, yeah. any you know like like who are you chilling with like artists yeah. everybody street kids or is there like you know like in the um, movies there's always like one street kid that's like I got your back baby bull <laughs> like is no, there any no yeah yeah um you have to name them. I'm just saying, is there any support structure in that aspect? Like, are there, you know, some of your friends are, like, hyped on what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. I have some friends that are, like, they see me on the street and they're like, yo, you killing it. Like, I would have never thought you'd be, like, doing all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, thank you, man. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel guilty because I feel really, really lucky because I didn't ask for, for like, because, you know, you have to work hard to be good, but I never worked hard because I was passionate so I like to do it it's not like I was killing myself to be good so I just feel really lucky to be in a better position than them but then like um it almost feels like survivor's guilt where like they didn't get that yeah but it's not my fault that I got it I mean not that I got a lot but you know no I understand what you're saying it's in, I can't like I'm 35 and I can't imagine dealing with that yeah at a young age, like it's gotta be just torturous because you're dealing with it too. Now, are you like, uh, I noticed some of the things about you too, is like, you just say, you just, just want to paint all the time. You don't even want to fuck around with girls. You're not, oh, I, don't yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't see you out partying a lot. You know what I mean? Like Eric brought you to up and down. That's <laughs> nice job, Eric. Way to fucking inspire the youth, Kelly. You, should ask, me, you should ask him about that. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm yeah. gonna talk some shit yeah, to him about that. Hey, let's take an art phenom and take him to a nightclub. <laughs> you should hear what he says about that. 
It's crazy. You but know what's so funny? Did Eric ever tell you about when he was a kid, though, and that the, the, the street dudes took care of him? No. I met one of them. He's got a prison, like, gnarly guy, like, a mm-hmm. long bid, too. Huh. Uh, I'm not going to say what he was in for, but it rhymes with schmurder. <laughs> well, basically, they'd be like, champ, little champ. You're not, like, they would protect him to make sure he wasn't getting mugged, wasn't getting fucked with. Mm-hmm. Um, so he could, you know, keep training and fighting in a gym and not on the street. So, like, I think everybody from there has yeah. it, though. I think that no one's going to know that what I was saying. It rhymes with murder. They don't know his name. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, it's, uh, okay, what about um, contemporaries? Like, okay, you're a contemporary artist. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what about street art? Does that appeal to you at all? I mean, because street art, it's so in right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <the white> <laughs> no, like this shit right here is so sick. Yeah. I appreciate it and I love it, but um, I don't do it myself. But but yeah, I'm, I'm into street art. Do you like a Banksy or are you just like kind of hyped on like, because um, obviously fine art, I don't know. Well, I almost, I almost came off sound like a real dick, but like, you know, a lot of like subversive street art is political and has statements in it too. Do you find that in yeah. fine art as well? Is there statements you're saying with it? With like your art or is it just like, this is a rich white person? <laughs> <laughs> Snap it up on the board. It, it, um, I guess everything is political, but I don't really like consciously try to show that. Or, okay. Cause I, you know, all I do is paint and like, I don't really study much on yeah, politics. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna say a couple names. Mm-hmm. I'll look at my notes <laughs> And I want you to tell me The first thing you think about Oh right? shit Uh-oh. You ready? You might have to cut you A lot ready? of this out Yeah I'm, I'm not ready. cutting <laughs> shit out Devon Alright not cutting shit out Alright let's go Alright ready Tim Okamura Amazing So what, what, oh, he's How do you describe his art? He's this realist uh, Portrait artist But his work isn't like really fine detail Like if you look at it up From a photo on Instagram It looks like a really tight Photorealistic portrait But when you look Like the the paint on it is so thick and and then he incorporates graffiti with within his portrait it's just so cool i don't know how to explain something visual it's yeah. hard but he's like one of my favorite um, have you met him yeah i met him a couple of times and and somebody showed them like one of my paintings on on their iphone he was like yo this kid is sick look at his work and tim looked at it and he was like really nah you didn't paint that and i was like yeah i did and he was like oh shit damn i'm gonna follow you did he do that painting of uh i'm just I'm not gonna cut this out, but is that Erica Badu? That photo, of the, that the painting that he did, it looks just like Erica Badu. Um, I don't know. Probably he's he's like really connected. Yeah, because he does like he specializes in like it's like African American urban yeah. settings, so mm-hmm. it's like these beautiful, beautiful paintings. Mm-hmm. Now mix that with film and talk. We mentioned him early now, and now it's first thing you think of when you think of John Ahern, who's a sculptor. Is a sculpturist? Is that the word? Sculptor. I don't know anything about art. Um, Whatever sculpt, he does, sculpture. Sculpt. Oh Jesus, that, that <laughs> one was easy. I'm looking right at the camera for that one. Okay, so John Aird. <laughs> it would be sculptor. Yeah, um, it's cool. I only have 14 um, years on you and didn't know that. <laughs> sculpturist. Sweet. I'm phoning this one in. John Aird. Okay. Um, first word. Um, yeah. What do you think about him? Spacey. <laughs> That's my first word I think of. I don't know. When you meet him in person, he's like such a genius, but he's like one of those spacey geniuses where like. Um, he'll make such a small mistake where it's like damn you're like in all these museums but you can't even like work a phone or something you know Dude, he's that white girl sitting on the floor eating an apple probably yeah. you know? like, yeah. it's amazing though how like I know people not even just artists but people that are high mm-hmm. functioning levels of even like you know athletes or skateboarders yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. though that are like the most incredible person on the board but a complete fucking idiot off like can't pay a cell phone. even if they have tens of thousands of dollars in their account they're like yeah Verizon like how yeah like, no someone I, do this and it's me. so surprising yeah he, he would sell one sculpture for 20,000 and then like not know how to 
one time I was in his studio and he's like, I can't get my radio to work. And he had the CD upside down. Damn. He still uses the radio. Yet, What do you think about that? You think that's because he has so much in one pool, meaning yeah, like no, so no. much genius in one yeah, pool that exactly the other right. shit falls by the way. Yeah, yeah. But that's what exactly I, I don't strike me as someone that's like that. Uh, I think my girlfriend would say otherwise. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. That was my next question, though. Okay, because you don't have time for girls, but you have a girlfriend now. Yeah, yeah. I have what's, time now. What's that? You have time now? With your <laughs> time Does she now. make time for it? Yeah, yeah. What's it like for her dating you? What do you think? I can't wait uh, till she listens. To I know, shit. right? She is. How bad is Demond? She is. <laughs> wait, what's the question? No, what, yeah, we're training. We're training. No, I was like, what, what do you think? I mean, so you don't have time because you're just always painting. You're always around now. Is the girl okay? So when you found your girlfriend, right now, is she yeah. from the Bronx? No, no way. Where's she from? <laughs> no, I'm no kidding. Um, she's from high school. Is she an 85 year old white lady from the <laughs> It's her. No, yeah. no, 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 no way, no way. Um, That's why I don't want to talk about the writer. That's her. Yeah. That's my girlfriend. That's my no, girlfriend. Damn, it shows respect. She's gonna, she's gonna listen to this too. She's gonna laugh. Yeah, I love it. No, so, wait, so wait, how do you meet her? Oh, in high school. Oh, in high school. Okay, at, yeah. at the high school art and stuff. <gasps> she was the white girl eating the apple. No, no, no. She oh, wasn't you her. corny no. motherfucker. No, 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 no. I wasn't her. Now you're the apple. That's horrible. <laughs> now what's what's it like though? I mean, is she where is she, is she like where does she live in the city? You know, like because I feel like the city is so divided. Um, I mean, you can live it's a different world two blocks over like that, right? Yeah, so it's gotta lower, be lower east side. basically. What I'm telling you is, when you leave here, take some of this commission money and go buy her some flowers because you must. It must be torturous to date you. You're so busy doing these paintings and these <laughs> collaborations. I think she would say it's torturous. Is it? All right, <laughs> cool. So what's it like? But like for so long, you were not into that, like dating um, stuff like that. Yeah, because I was I was always such a weird kid. Like I was always so like, because being in the Bronx, I was always afraid of becoming like my mom or my dad or like people in my family i was yeah. always so i would always like stay away from weed stay away from drinks but like to a certain extent where it's like i'm a nerd and i was so like people would invite me to parties and i would not go because i just thought like if you went to one party your life is fucked up so i would just like not go and then um never messed with girls always focused on art um but i always said like i'll celebrate like why go to a party if you're not celebrating like I don't know like celebrating successes of this dude so, I know that's not oh, fucking you're an old soul man <laughs> I know right like 34 that's years that's the out. thing I don't want to be a fucking old soul so now I'm like more open <laughs> um, so yeah I go to parties now sometimes and I don't want to be an old soul that's the best quote ever <laughs> but it's, I always think about that too because like especially in New York you get caught up in like the lifestyle here is very suspended adolescence for a lot of people mm -hmm. and it's like there's nothing to celebrate like oh you want to come to the bar like it's just Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. like, I'm not saying I don't do that yeah, still, yeah. Mm -hmm. but like for someone like you, yeah. is it, what was it like when you're like, okay, I can go to a party. I can have a drink. Is it just maturing? It, it was just never a question of going, but now, now I, I do it. Cause now I'm like more rational. I'm like, you could go have a drink, fucking do whatever and still be, still, still be good. Is that, I know it's, no, it's like, Researching a lot of other artists and sculpturists. No, 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 sculptor. Jesus, that's gonna fucking eat me alive. You can't edit that. No, I'm not. I promise I won't. I'm not gonna. No, I, I look stupid on here all the time. So that's why. But because uh, discipline's so hard. Even though being a writer myself and yeah. like a, a mediocre one, but mm -hmm. like the discipline's everything. It's like mm -hmm. getting up and getting in front of the keyboard or writing whatever stuff too. It's like, that's the difference between, cause New York city will, you're, I mean, you're from here, but this place eats people alive. The party eats people yeah. alive. You know, the most talented right. skateboarders in the world come here and they're just, 
two nights in a row, three nights in a row, and they're out. You don't come home for a couple of days. You meet a nice rich lady from Tribeca. I'm not talking about myself or anything like that. But you disappear for a while. Like, is it? Is it? <laughs> don't say that. The girl with the apple is gonna have your ass. What's the? What's it like? Um, I mean, you, you're very disciplined, obviously, though. But have you ever caught yourself kind of going overboard? Um, yeah, more recently now yeah. because, um, like, if I if I sell one painting, um, like now I wake up, like I used to always wake up really early. Now yeah. I wake up like whenever the hell I want. Cause I always think like, as long as I put in my hours, I could work at whatever time. Yeah. But then like it throws off my schedule where like, sometimes it doesn't line up with like other people, or, like the rest of the world. So like my timing and stuff gets messed up. But, um, just, just the waking part, waking up part, like is kind of messed up, but what time did you that, wake up today? Like 12. I mean, you're getting your work done. Yeah, I'm still getting the work done, but, like, I feel so guilty because, like, you know, you see those posts on Instagram, like, I wake up at 5 a.m. and hustle. They're fucking liars. <laughs> I'm not saying that people do it, though, but the Instagram shit's so bad. And I'm a yeah. fucking whore for it, too. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, some of that shit is, like, there's like these writers that are out there like you have to wake up at 3 a.m. to mm -hmm. make sure you're still in beta state, which is yeah, like, yeah, like that shit scares me. That shit used to make me paranoid. I like, feel like fuck. that's just like rich people in L.A. <laughs> with nice houses and nothing to do. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just like we're in New York City. Like there's yeah. a lot of cool shit to see, and most of it is at night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't say that, but that's how I feel. Um, what I mean, so as you like progress in your career, the first steps to be out of the Bronx is that just gone. Yeah, I could have been d done it, but um, you're smart. You're saving money. Yeah, like my my grandma, she's really supportive. She's always like, "Please don't leave me. Don't go out in the world on uh, your own." So um, she's supportive of your art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. I has. mean, just having me paint in her house and have a place to stay is really supportive. For sure. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, uh, space is such a premium in New York City. I didn't realize mm -hmm. that I lived here full time, but like. Yeah. People got to fight for it. That's why you'll lose your life over a parking spot near the project in South Williamsburg. Like, right? because mm -hmm. that's all people have. Like, you know, the yeah. 10 feet of bumper mm -hmm. to bumper for some dude is just like everything. Yeah. You see that? Have you traveled much yet? Um, a little bit. Where? I haven't been on a plane till I was like 17 years old. Okay. And it was to go to this, um, this art workshop that this place called Scottsdale Art Academy. They like paid for me and paid for my flight. That was the first time I was on a plane. What was but that? Yeah. Like? Were you um, scared? No, not really. I was ready. I was like, finally, I could be on a plane. Like, everyone would always make fun of me. Like, you never been on a plane? Yeah. Like, damn, are you that poor? <laughs> but yeah, I was. Um, yeah, I've done some a little bit, like California, Florida. Yeah. Um, You'd be in New York forever, though? I mean, based yeah, on New York? Is no, yeah, forever, yeah. Yeah, you like that? What about uh, Europe? Any plans to go over there? Like, I mean, obviously, when the money comes, something like that, though, too. But, like, is there anything art-wise that you'd like to see over there? Are you a big art museum guy? Um, Go see some sculptorists. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes, uh, yeah. Whenever I have time, I just like want to like get done, get all these paintings done before I like um, have for, fun. For what? For uh, like you, you're racing something, aren't you? <laughs> like you said, before. I'm, I'm racing like being secure and being um, comfortable. Yeah, being comfortable. I say that's why America's so bad to artists because we do the worst thing to them. We make them comfortable yeah. with money mm -hmm. fame yeah women or men depending on it which way you swing yeah um do you feel like do you see the finish line right now no no way nah um it's just scary because what i'm doing is kind of like a freelance thing where i just wait for somebody to email me for a commission and then um 
if the if one doesn't come in it's like you're fucked but but i'm they always come in like luckily yeah but i'm always afraid like what if they don't but they always do for now but like i'm living at home so i'm like if they don't i don't care but um one day i won't be living at home so i'm chasing like security or something is it like obviously a big family live with them right now is that mm-hmm. something like when it does pop off though you feel obviously accountable to your grandmother you want her to be safe and have you know to enjoy your success with you mm-hmm. but is there a line you would draw with i mean you don't want to say exactly but like how many people could you possibly bring up it's hard yourself? to bring it's even it's so hard to bring yourself up as an artist let alone being in new york city yeah so my dream is to only bring up my grandmother and I hope it happens, but let's see. I was just going to, that's what I was leaning towards, but that's like, uh, you are, I know you don't want to be an old soul, but you sound like you got your head <laughs> about that. Um, forget everything I said. Forget everything. <laughs> I want to fucking wild out. Like, I'm not old. <laughs> what about, uh, what about um, other artists your age? Are there any that you talk with? Um, yeah, like through Instagram and stuff. Like there's like a little community of uh, like realist painters that yeah. all like know each other and stuff. Some of them are my age, um, but we don't like hang out and stuff. It's all virtual hanging out. Yeah. Do you find yourself? Are you longing? You're too young to long, right? I think you're mm-hmm. too long, long, too young to long for I didn't something. Know what that maybe word means. longing means <laughs> like you, you almost ache for something emotional. Like you, oh, like oh, I wish I had a wife to share this moment with. That's oh, what yeah. longing means, right? Mm-hmm. But do you long for a peer group that's maybe at your level that's around it, or are you okay learning from the elders, like elder, elders, elders, <laughs> elders? I'm fucking killing. I love the, the older sculpture. Elders, kind of the older sculpture. Shout out to John Ayer. That older sculpture is elders. Um, no, I just, I just want to have like regular friends that don't um, mention anything like. That don't mention that don't mention anything like the New Yorker or the New York Times. Yes. Just don't mention it to me because it makes me feel weird. And then I don't like hanging out with the older people because I just they gravitate to me and I gravitate to them. But it just makes me feel weird because it's like my my other friends on Facebook see it that I'm interacting with them and they think like, how the fuck are you hanging out with a sixty year old? Like, what the hell is your problem? So um, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck Facebook. <laughs> Man, that's so, it's just so weird to think that like when I was that age, when I was 21, um, I remember thinking when Facebook first came out, I had a girlfriend at the time and I made a joke and I was mm-hmm. like, when they first made the relationship status thing, yeah. single, it's complicated in a relationship. <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, man, like so many fights are going to be caused <laughs> by like, and I was joking at the time, like, you know, like my girlfriend at the time I was like, I'm not changing anything in a relationship, whatever though. <laughs> but then like a month later it came to fruition. She was like, wow, well, we got in a relationship like that. And I was like, <laughs> and then we had broken up and I remember seeing it like, cause it alerted you that the girl or the guy were oh, single. Shit. Sure. Oh, the shit. dicks came out of the clouds I for know, that right? one. Like, Oh, Hey babe, just checking yeah, to make sure you're right though. Yeah. But like that's so much of your Which life is now is just, Oh, brutal. Right. Are you worried that once you're comfortable, your art will deteriorate? Um, yeah, I'm worried that once I'm comfortable, my life is going to go to, cause that's been my mission all my life. Like, I feel like what's up comfortable is like, what the hell is going to happen to me? Yeah. I, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, that's a good problem to have being comfortable. I, I should yeah. worry about it then. Um, but the thing about the rich kids, um, I try to control my jealousy with them, but I, I always thought that, um, when you are a rich kid, like you slack off cause you have everything provided for you. But some of those kids like become successful Yeah, and, um, I don't know. 
think everyone has their own challenges, but particularly just out of the gate. Yeah. It's like my mom always had this saying, and uh, she's like, I'd rather be crying in a Mercedes than a Corolla. Oh, of course. And like, <laughs> it's funny though, because like, I mean, I grew up with like very comfortable, but then it'd always go in peaks and valleys. So like, I always joke, I'm trying to write something about this now. It's like the, it's like middle-class poor. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you might, someone that's poor is zero dollars, but someone that's like middle-class poor might be it's in worse. debt $300,000 yeah, and still yeah. have all this shit to pay for. You know, I think it's mm-hmm. um, just something kind of interesting to be around. And now the people that you're kind of interacting with on a day-to-day basis, obviously as like your, what's the word for it? Your profile raises in the art world and everything like that though. It's like, what's the first time you went into like a place in the Upper West Side, like a place you delivered a commission to it? You're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, no, now I try to act like, I try to pretend as if I'm not surprised just so that they don't think like, oh, he doesn't deserve this or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, all the time, like always walking into houses like, how the fuck do they have all this? Um, but I try to act like um, it doesn't phase me. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm always surprised. Like, damn, how the hell do they pay rent? Like, must cost a fortune to heat. Yeah, the must, place. it must yeah. like rent in New York City for like something really tiny. It's crazy. It's crazy. So then for them to live like in the Upper West Side and have a big ass house is like, how much are they paying for this? It's like post economic. They don't have to worry about money though. It's crazy. And New York has the most. Like in New York, I think it's safe to say like even Bill Gates would be considered new money. Like there's so <laughs> much money here. They're like, oh, nice, cute, seventy billion. Like. We've had billions for generations. It's such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see yourself as like, I mean, being a fine artist, um, yeah. you have a very n- specific niche mm-hmm. of what your art's going to go to. Do you see that expanding at all? Like, will you go, like, will you do collaborations with street artists? Is something you're interested in? Or do you just want to do your own thing? Do you want to work with sculpturists? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, yeah, I'm open to broader things and to collaborate with is there anything like particularly like want to learn how to do um sculpturing <laughs> <laughs> i actually do want to learn how to sculpture some sculpturing do some sculpturing but i haven't gotten around it um yeah the sculpturing that's all you want to do sculpture i'm gonna fucking i'm, I'm gonna make you say it for him. i'm gonna say it so many times i'm gonna use that for the rest of my life dude do it what As about an inside uh, joke just with you even though you're not there yeah i'm down <laughs> like yeah i'm a uh, max the sculpturing thing uh, i like something i want to talk to you about and uh, we're getting towards the home stretch here, but artist statement: instilling empathy. I don't even know when I wrote that. Well, that doesn't even sound like it's me. your no, website. I'm kidding. Um, no, instilling empathy. Um, yeah, I just want people to feel, or try to communicate the feeling of someone's, just painting someone's portrait and having someone look at it and feel like they know that person or like know what they've been through or, or come up with like their own interpretation of it. Old soul, man. <laughs> that's that's profound. That's some man. old shit. That's, that's some old shit. That's some old dude. shit. That's older than me. I only say that on, on podcast. I don't say it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you only say it. Uh, one thing I want to talk about too. Back to your dad. Mm-hmm. Paper towels. Oh yeah. That tell me about towel paper towels. Story. I want to hear the paper funny. towel story. <laughs> tell me about paper towels. So he would always tell me. That he hated when in the tattoo shop somebody would just come up and feel entitled to just grab his paper towels and rip it off and just use it because it's just paper towels, you know, like anybody could use his paper towels. But like he's like, it's one of my expenses and I just hate it when people just thought they could just grab my paper towels because I need them to tattoo. Yeah. Um, So he he told me that that was in the back of my mind. And um, one time he did go to the hospital and um, he had like IVs in him and then 
me and my sister ended up picking him up and he escaped and he cut off the IV line thing, but he still had the needle taped around his arm, whatever. And when we got to the house, he was like, fuck these hospital people and, and just ripped it out. And the blood was squirting so much like a horror movie. I'd never seen anything like it. I couldn't believe it. I grabbed this paper towel and it's squirting everywhere. Every, like the floor, it's just red drips all over the floor. And I'm like, holy shit. I grabbed the paper towel. I started unrolling it really fast to make it thick and to put pressure on it. As soon as I did that, he went crazy. He was like, are you fucking serious? I told you I hate when people do that with my paper towels. And I'm like, yo, you have blood squirting out like like a gun. And he was like, yeah, because you have my, um, my blood pressure high. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is insane. Like, and I have to. That's just one thing of a thousand things of how he was. And I have to live with the guy. Now, but do you have anything like that in your life as you get older as an adult? Do you have like little triggers like that? Maybe not like pull an IV out um, and pay a towel. Are there little things that bother you? I mean, everybody has them. But do you see any bit of that in you? Um, yeah, but I don't. Should I be asking I, your I don't girlfriend know I, this? <laughs> she'll tell you a lot. Oh my god. No. Um, that's funny because it's only with her that I have any. I don't know. I don't even want to talk Damn, about that. I just made him nervous. <laughs> I know it's like a it's like a therapist. Oh, fucking got him! Yeah, yeah you're, like, you're like you're like a psychologist. I'm how, fucking Barbara Walters, know? dude. I'm killing it. Tell it's me your Freud. deepest, darkest <laughs> things. Um, no, but I'm 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 really calm and nice for the most part. Are you conscious about not becoming your dad? Or do you think you're um, already in safe space? Yeah, I'm already safe not to become him. But um, well, was that something you thought about after you had met him? becoming a man at that point in your life where you're like man like what like checking yourself basically yeah this is something that you're like constantly like man i don't want to i think about this all the time with alcoholism because i come from like a family of alcoholics mm -hmm. and uh i think about this when i party too hard yeah. even like if it's for like a night yeah, i'm like yeah. man it's a slippery slope i don't have a addictive personality like my parents didn't believe me that i didn't smoke until i was 21 because they both smoked yeah. They're like my best friend in college at the time had to tell him, like, no, really, Max doesn't smoke. <laughs> yeah. I just, it's like everyone does it where I'm from. But like, even at like in my 30s, I'm always thinking like, man, I feel like a couple days goes by, you keep partying, and then I'm just afraid that one day you won't know that you the pet, the writing was on the wall. Like I've lost friends to alcoholism recently, yeah. and you're like, you know, it all started with like maybe a two day bender that just mm -hmm. kept kind of going. Do you find yourself with like similarities like that? Is there? Yeah, I'm always worried about. Um like being bipolar because my dad had bipolar disorder and if you when one parent has it there's a high chance that the kid could get it so sometimes even if i have like a small tendency of like bipolarism i'm always like oh shit i hope i don't have that but i don't think i do but my mom and my dad are both crazy alcoholics so um but i, I think i'm fine because I, I never have the urge to go yeah go crazy isn't it weird how that can skip people? Like, it's definitely yeah. a disease. I mean, mm -hmm. it seems like, you know, it's like the whole addicting thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, say, for instance, that, like, your passion's painting. Mm -hmm. And Alex, I could never understand it, like, especially growing up around, like, you know, and again, not an abuse situation at all, like, but just with drinking all the time with, like, my family doing it. I can, it, it was just so interesting to see that, like, my passion for like going skateboarding is like their passion for having booze. Or like your, you know what I mean? Like your passion yeah, for baseball. Like, uh -huh. You can't understand it until maybe you're in that situation. Imagine that's the gene. Like their alcoholic gene is my painting. The their young phenoms at the booze. <laughs> um, I think I think that'd be um, an interesting story. Yeah, alcohol is gnarly. You know, it's the only drug that can kill you from withdrawal. Only drug. Oh, for real? Yeah, heroin can't kill you. It'll make you sick. 
But the actual, you feel dead. Yeah, yeah, you feel dead, and you might suck a couple dicks yeah, <laughs> to, to get the get money the back. Money. I know, I've heard, I've heard some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, but like alcohol will actually put your body after DTs, like the delirium tremens, tremors, whatever. Mm-hmm. You'll go, your body will go into shock and you'll die if you don't have your quick cold turkey. It's fucking crazy to think that. Yeah, you can buy it anywhere. You're 21, you know. Did you get drunk on your 21st birthday? Um, my 21st birthday. Yeah, but I didn't. Did I didn't you, throw up. You didn't throw up like the girl here at Tenor Trap last night. Yeah, no. I used to say when I was younger that like, man, if people didn't have their 21st birthday and they didn't throw up, they didn't have good friends. <laughs> that's how ignorant I was. <laughs> like, not everyone that's a young to, soul right there. That's a young, <laughs> for, that's a young, basic bitch soul. Yeah, for sure. That's a young soul. Oh my God, it's got fucking served by this kid. Damn no, it. I'm kidding. No, I, I said I didn't throw up because I threw up every other time, but my 21st birthday, you could ask any... Ask Eric Kelly about up and down. <laughs> oh, is that your 21st birthday? You guys went to up no, and down? No, no, but I... Oh, you threw up there? Yeah, I threw up Did there. Did you puke on Britney? No, not inside the club, but outside. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's G shit. You say it for the outside. Um, wait, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to go through my Sigmund Freud notes here and make sure that I didn't miss anything that I want to talk about, too. And he, he sent me this long-ass text like, you got to hold yourself up as a man. I'm disappointed. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, really? Let's read yeah. it. Oh, let me see. How Let's pull that up. That's fucking Oh, awesome. actually, I just got a... I got I got a new phone, so it's not on there. Oh, you're lucky. No. I love it. Eric was pairing you up. Yeah, he just said. Um, I remember I remember what I said. It was like, oh, what happened last night wasn't funny. I want you to hold yourself up as a man, champ. Like, I, f- I feel so disappointed in you. Like, have some pride. Like, control yourself and control your your alcohol. And and if you drink, know your limits. Like, that's some fucked up shit. Like, that's some childish shit. He was just mad. And every time I see him at the gym, he brings it up. Like, yo, man, like. But it, it was like a, um, like that doesn't happen. I, I barely drink. That, that, but he's right, you know. I gotta. Dude, I love that he's on your ass about that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Now imagine him living with like all white dudes mm-hmm. towards the end of our college, where yeah. we were fucking raging all the time. Mm-hmm. So funny. <laughs> like because he'd be like trying to school us up, but we're all his age, and so I'm like, shut up, Eric. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, that's good though. He's taking care of you. It's because he cares about you that he does that shit. That's why I always tell mm-hmm. him if he if he do, if Eric doesn't talk to you, you're in trouble. Like yeah, like yeah. like for real. Like mm-hmm. even if off the jump, if he sees someone they doesn't like, it's like dog mentality. Like it's like he does that because he loves you. But I, I would have paid to see that. that <laughs> really funny to watch you uh, control. Like and plus he's afraid of vomit too. He doesn't want to tell you that, but he's probably like, oh. um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you a story off the air about him that you <laughs> fucking love. <by laughs> right. Um, wait, there's okay. Oh yeah, okay. This is this is. You want a fucking you want an old soul question right here? Uh-oh. Have you seen the movie Titanic? Um yeah. Has any girl ever I asked you, you to draw me like the French girl? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, the uh, FIT, yeah. Damn, you do it? Um, yeah, once. Nice. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going in this conversation. Know, you're trying to get me in trouble or something, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, yeah, no, it happened once. Um, people say it as a joke, but it's mostly guys fucking with me. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck you, I'll do it, and I'll shade every bit of your <laughs> inadequate manhood. Right? Make it smaller. Is there a dream museum to be in for you? Or dream place for Any your museum. opinions thing? Any museum. Mm-hmm. Not, not, are you a museum guy? I asked this before, but I don't know the answer. Like, you, are you, I know, right? I avoided it. I know. Wait. I go sometimes, um, but not really. Yeah. yeah. Just why? Just waste money? Um, no, it's it's free for me because I use my student ID that I oh, still cool. have from FIT. But um, no, I just I, I got to go more. I, I'm just like, um, 
like I do more painting than I go to see art, which is not good because I got to keep myself informed. Yeah. But informed. Expand on that. You're talking about like just what's out just there. Just like yeah, just seeing what's out there, what's contemporary, what's new, what what people are doing, because you never want to get like outdated because you don't know what's going on. Yeah, for sure. What about um, is there? How much of your art is directly influenced by art history? Like, are you? Do you I never, are you, I'm not even. Do you studying cubism? Actually, like that. I mean, I've I had to because of in school, but um, I don't think if it's it's ever made me like make decisions on my art or maybe it has I don't know just seeing that stuff though yeah well like what about in like a classroom environment when they start talking about like Monet versus Manet are you mm-hmm. just snoozing or are you like kind of interested um half and half kind of interested kind of snoozing but yeah probably more snoozing yeah I'm, I almost gave myself credit because we right at about an hour and I was like I didn't come off that ignorant minus the sculptor you already knew you called it from the beginning god damn it I know I'm just fucked dude I'm fucked so I want to make sure I'm not missing anything here um, future shows coming up anything we can't talk about the, oh, the yeah, big yeah. exciting news but oh, is there yeah, anything yeah. like shows that you want to get on or you want to do you want to do a show here I mean you can make that <laughs> this isn't exactly the space for fine art when it's <laughs> dildo shows on Tuesday but like I mean I'm, I know people <laughs> we could do a, a dildo and art show no yeah. I'm kidding um <laughs> No, right now I'm like so, like, I have so many commissions to do. So, like, I haven't had time to. What's like ranging? Com- like, okay, I don't want you price to start, range? Yeah, price range, but like the lowest amount you'll do right now. Or is this something if you're interested in, you'll do? Yeah. Um, I mean, is there, without even saying a number, is there a minimum now that, like, maybe a year ago you're like, that would have been my maximum? Like, is it going up? Yeah, no, it's, it's going up for sure. So what you're saying is if I want you to paint me nude, I should get it now before it costs quite <laughs> much next time. Yeah. Um, I mean, are you seeing a market increase? Like, you know, like there's a, not a market increase. Um, no, yeah, for sure. Demand like, increases. Yeah. Some of the nicest collectors tell me, they offer it to me. They tell me like, oh, you've been in the New York Times now. What's your new price? I was like, oh, shit, I was going to charge you the same thing. But, you know, since you mentioned it, I mean, I don't tell them that, but I, then I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Are you worried about that? I mean, we had talked about contracts earlier with the steel you're doing, though, too. Is that something that you're, I don't say being taken, but being taken. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. you, you don't know. And ignorance is no excuse, especially in business. <laughs> but, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, is this something you're, like, actively seeking is, like, to surround yourself with people that are more versed in the business side of things? Or do you yeah. want to learn the business side of stuff for yourself? Are you more of, like, a the- delegator, or do you want to kind of do it all yourself? No, before I, like, even give prices, I, like, see other people's prices and then I like tell everyone that I know every adult that I know like knows everything about me and they always coach me on everything cool so you got a good group around people that are like yeah yeah that cool. they, they know and like I even have like for this contract I'm gonna get um, the pilot friend he has a bunch of lawyer friends and he's like oh they're like my buddies they'll read it over for you for free and, nice and that's then, the importance that's the only one thing I can tell you like my entire life and I feel like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm decent I'm not killing it but like you know like I'm safe you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's like just it's amazing like how do you catch the flu you hang around people that are sick yeah you surround yourself mm-hmm. by people that are like you know in different avenues it's amazing what people will do for you if they like you yeah. it's not even a dick Th- thing but like you know that's like one of my favorite quotes it's like um you become the average of the five people you surround yourself with oh, I never heard that it's nice yeah or like I read one that was like if you hang around five millionaires, eventually you become like the sixth millionaire or something like that. That shit sounds like one of those dudes that wakes up at 4 a.m. to write That sounds like some hit. Tony Robbins shit, right? Tony <laughs> Robbins, banana hands, or like Joel Osteen stealing money from old people. Yeah. Are you religious? 
Nah. Nah. Atheist. Yeah. That's or fun. agnostic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, agnostic. I don't. I don't really. Yeah, know I'm not big on, on certainties either. I don't know. What's your relationship when you do meet people that are religious? Are you judgy or are you? No, like, I don't really care. My grandmother is like super Catholic. Sometimes yeah. I go to church because I have to. Yeah. Um. Nah, everyone has their reasons to believe what they want. I feel like if it makes you a better person, then I'm all for it. No, yeah, of course, yeah. of course, yeah. But if it makes you a dickhead, it no, makes I, I, so much fun to make fun of. Yeah, yeah. No, if it makes you like one of those radical, crazy, conservative people, like can't have abortions or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. What about if you got commissioned to do like a massive Jesus? Hold on. Edit that out because somebody who is against abortions might buy a painting and then might change their mind. I'll just say no, I said it. We sound the same. I don't think any pro-lifers are buying <laughs> fine art that isn't like a fucking Make America Great Again hat. I know, right? They probably yeah, wouldn't even like it. me because I'm from the Bronx. I know, like, right? They'll him. be like, oh, no. Uh, Rodriguez, is that is that Italian? <laughs> is that Italian or Irish? <laughs> like, what? Uh, so if you're like to be commissioned by like a massive church to do like a massive blonde-haired, blue-headed Jesus, which is hysterical because that's like me walking through the desert and I would sunburn in two seconds. But like mm -hmm. you're, you do it, no problem. I'll do anything for money if it's in painting. If it's in painting, <laughs> I'm gonna cut out just the first part. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap up here. I want you. Now, if you could talk to yourself mm -hmm. and you're younger, I mean, you're young now, so it's not like way older. What piece of advice? 20 years ago when yeah, I was 20 one? years ago when you were one. <laughs> 20 years ago when you were one, wasting your dad's paper towel. So what uh, one piece of advice that you wish you'd give yourself or other artists in their field? What, like, what's something that you wish you knew back then? Like how long ago? Mm, let's, do, let's do a few times. Let's do when you're first interested in art. Mm -hmm. When you sent out that Facebook message saying you're going to be the best in the game, when you Kanye'd the yeah. art design, mm -hmm. and you made the white girl with the apple cry, who's now your girlfriend, which I'm glad to meet And then let's just say like a year ago. Uh, I think I'm kind of happy with everything that happened. Does that sound Kanye-ish? No. I'm, 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 <laughs> you have to give advice to your old <laughs> self. Then okay, if it's not you because you're killing it. Say to somebody else. Some artist is like, "Wow, I like Devon's work. Mm -hmm. Really want to do what I, Devon's doing. What would you say to do?" I'd say, um, I'd say, just be crazy and keep keep at it, and only think about one thing. Like, don't try to be um, like the thing we were talking about about putting all your eggs in one basket and yeah. then letting everything else straight aside like it doesn't matter like i have a cousin that would tell me like oh you're only good at painting like that's all you're good at and i'd, I'd think like you kind of have to be good at one thing if Dude, you want to like there's so many average joes out there you got to be a master at something yeah one yeah. thing so just focus on one thing and put all your eggs into one basket and there's no way that you wouldn't be good like that let's leave it there Thank yeah. you so much for coming, man. Did you have Thank fun? You, yeah, of course. How that are my notes? Funny. Yeah, it was great. I feel like I feel special now. How are my notes? I'm being studied. I want a fucking compliment. How are my fucking? Look they at, were I'm amazing. You know, I didn't. Even, five years ago, I never even met a white person. Now I'm getting studied by a white. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. Wait, <laughs> that's man, that's funny. Yeah, well, a 35 year old definitely studied you on his laptop. Isn't that weird? I'm able to do that. I'm a fucking like PI. <laughs> no, it's because I put it out there. No, you didn't. I fucking hacked that shit. <laughs> I fucking knew. Um, yeah. No, man. Um, thank you for coming. And then we're going to do a follow up with you a couple months. I want to see what's going on, too. All right, big developments, too. Uh, where can they find you on Instagram? Um, at Devon Rodriguez Art. 
And then your website? It's devonrodriguez.format.com. Yeah, that you should probably just. I lost. Out. I lost my domain name somehow. Motherfuckers sla- are speculating that shit, dude. It I, happens. I, I slacked on it. I, I just uh, didn't pay. I should have put it on auto pay or some shit. I don't know what happened. It happens. There'll be some dude when you're like really big. Will be like, hey, bro. I'll like, sell it to you for. That's what fucking ten thousand. That's happened to Joe Rogan, but not in a bad way. Like just some real estate agent. And this is what I heard. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, he had like JoeRogan.com, mm-hmm. and then uh, he bought it just to have to sell it. Right? Either that or it was his name. He's like a realtor using it or whatever. But uh, he's like, "Hey, I'll sell it to you." And he's like, "No, I'll just keep my .net." But like, he kept getting so much traffic on his little website because for people of Joe looking Rogan, for Rogan that he ended up just being like, "Dude, you can take that. I don't want all this fucking. Just pay it for all that hosting stuff. You know, all that data." It's crazy. Going through. All right, man. Well, thanks. Excited to see what you're doing in the future. And uh, go so buy much. your girlfriend some flowers. All right, we're out of here. Thanks so much, Chandra. <laughs> right, thanks, thank everybody. Bye. Bye. That's white, everyone. See something funny. It wasn't funny! I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. I guess it's decent. Yeah, Max White Presents will work.